You're listening to Almost Got Him, a Batman the Animated Series podcast. And now, your hosts, Brandon and Jimmy. I'm Brandon. Hey, I'm Jimmy. And we are back for another episode of Almost Got Him, a podcast about Batman the Animated Series. And Jimmy, we are in for a treat today. Brandon, for this podcast, could you... Call me Mr. J. No. Okay, I didn't think you would. <laughs> in case you don't know, we're going to uh, abandon the chronological order uh, of viewing Batman the Animated Series this week to watch a special episode. Of some, it's an episode you might have heard of, Harley and Ivy. It's episode 47 of season one of Batman the Animated Series, a historic episode. Wait, that's... But that's a whole nother show, Harley and Ivy. You're telling no, me there's no, an episode? That show is called Harley Quinn. Oh, that's right. I got that wrong. But that that whole show would not be here if it wasn't for this particular episode of Batman the Animated Series. This is where it all started, right? This is where it all begins. And it all began in Janu- January 18th of 1993. This episode is directed by Boyd Kirkland and written by the great Paul Denny. That's two episodes in a row where we're tackling a Paul That's Denny. That's true. Script. I realized that. And Boyd Kirkland was a Simpsons guy. He did a lot of Simpsons episodes, yeah. some of the early Simpsons. He did a, and I think he directed the most Batman the Animated Series episodes, too. Uh, also, I believe he did Master of the Phantasm, if I'm not mistaken. I think there might be a couple guys that are responsible mm-hmm. for, for that in particular, but Boyd was always one of my favorites of this, uh, the, working on this show. So, But before we jump into Harley and Ivy, from the news desk of Summer Gleason, this is a special news bulletin. Jimmy Chip Sadarsky started his run on Batman last week in issue, Batman issue 125 and man he started with a bang because we had tim drake who by the way is uh, back to being a robin right now uh, i think he's going to be batman's main sidekick for the time being anyway uh he got shot in the neck oh. in this issue but that's not the most noteworthy thing to happen the penguin is dead they killed off the penguin they killed off oswald cobblepot and, it, and they killed him off pretty interestingly. This is a spoiler if you haven't read it yet. By the time this episode comes out, it'll be out for a few weeks. So go f- Google what happened or go read it. Because I'm about to spoil it right now. Uh, Penguin is in the hospital dying of mercury poisoning from, you know, eating all those fish. Oh my gosh. And Batman comes to visit him and Penguin decides to do his last... Uh, plot against Batman, and that's by killing himself and framing Batman in the process. And he kills himself with a cyanide capsule. Speaking of of, of un- suspecting things, we have some breaking news that just got announced today. Oh, it just came across the iPhone, yes, did it? Yes, yes. Uh, former Batman Ben Affleck got married to J-Lo today. Like, secretly. Wait, what year is it again? Can it, you remind it, me? Uh, it is 2022, Robin Williams. Oh, my and, gosh. And, um, yeah, they just got married. I don't know if they got married today or yesterday, but they Wonderful. had a very quick, uh, I think, Vegas-type wedding, maybe. Oh. Kind of like what Batman did with Catwoman. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, J- Benifer is back. 
Let's hope this time Kevin Smith keeps his mouth shut and doesn't ruin, uh, <laughs> doesn't we, ruin we that. We need Jersey Girl too. Ruin that friendship again by talking about his, his wife. Well, good for them. Good for them. Look at them getting back together, making things work out. I always think it's funny. It was that back when Ben Affleck became uh, Batman, Kevin Smith said, uh, I've now seen Batman's penis. <laughs> yeah. There you go. But another big uh, news item, the Harley Quinn Season 3 trailer debuted recently. So Ben Affleck's penis is not a big news item? It, uh, have you seen Gone Girl? Anyway. There you um, go. Harley Quinn Season 3 trailer came out. What did you think of the trailer itself? I just like having my girls back, man. Just yeah. love seeing them again and all the characters. I, for a while I was like, I don't think they're going to come back to doing this. And then they did, and I'm very happy that they're back. And it looks great. Yeah, a lot of uh, Harley and Ivy in the trailer. Mm-hmm. You had uh, the Court of Owls debuted in the trailer, which I think is mm-hmm. going to be a fun concept. Uh, speaking of the Court of Owls, I recently got the uh, season two of Batman The Adventures Continues, which is the comic book sequel to the uh, Batman the Animated Series. And in season two, the, the main villains are the Court of oh, Owls. Oh, I like apparently. that. That's cool. And yeah, lots of... Cool stuff. Looking forward to reading that a little bit later. Um, but yeah, I thought the trailer was really good. The Court of Owls apparently are having a orgy, which kind of reminds me of the boys' <laughs> uh, recent episode of Hero Gasm. Uh, what do you think of the James Gunn uh, cameo in the trailer? Uh, it's great. I love that. Uh, I get. Are they getting meta with that? I don't that he know. made the Suicide I'm... Squad movie. Is oh yeah, I always, I always forget he did uh, did that one. Or did they? I... Are they bringing him in to make a version of something? Uh, I, I, just, that's probably... I just know he's uh, literally sitting on Clayface's face in the trailer. I'm sure he loved that. I'm sure he. I'm sure. I'm sure at least Clayface loved it. But yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm glad to see the gang get back together. And with Harley Quinn Season 3 coming out July 28th, we decided that, hey, we need to watch the episode where it all began. And that is episode 47, entitled Harley and Ivy. A very, very much a classic episode of Batman the Animated Series. I remember watching it. You remember watching it while it was on? When I was a little boy. Yeah, I I actually... I remember watching it too. I was a littler boy. <laughs> For all, all the reasons you can imagine that I would remember it. I mean, there are things in this episode that I think have stuck with me at, through my into my adult life. We'll talk about that as we as we sit and watch it. But yeah, uh, this yeah. episode will yeah. be a watch along. Yes, the way. yes. Um, this episode features the the first team up of of Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy in any media. So it all started right here. The pairing was so popular that it eventually became a thing in the comics and is a central part of the Harley Quinn cartoon that's coming back on July 28th on HBO Max. And it seems like it was just a very arbitrary thing of just Paul Gini popped his head in the writer's room and was like, hey, let's put together the clown girl and the and, and, and the, the cold uh, plant lady. Let's put them together. And they're yeah, like, I wonder yeah, where okay. he was just like, okay, that will work. And it, I mean, it did. It really, really did. And I'm going to show you, I want to show you some things I brought you, including the very first appearance of Harley Quinn in any comic media, which is the Batman Adventures number 12. Oh, that's awesome. And uh, tell the fine listeners at home who's on the cover of Batman Adventures number 12. Well, we have Harleen and we have Pamela, we have Pamela, and we have, it looks like Batgirl there. So, yeah, even in her first uh, appearance, which this book was based on the the animated series, as you can tell, Mm -hmm. uh, she's teaming up with Harley or Harley's teaming up with Ivy already. So apparently they really liked, really, really liked it. I like that on the cover 
It also has Fox Kids Network uh, little logo there. <laughs> I do and like that. It has a Win Original Batman Adventures art details inside. That's that's pretty cool. Um, the other thing I brought was the first appearance of Harley Quinn in actual like comic lore and stuff. Not everybody for uh, the Batman Adventures, of course, is based on Batman the Animated Series. The Batman Harley Quinn special was the first time she showed up in actual continuity. In 1999. And that cover, of course. And the cover. iconic cover uh, by Alex Ross, a painting of Harley Quinn leaning up against Joker. is just amazing. It was reproduced in the very awful Suicide Squad uh, movie from 2016 by yeah, David Ayer. They fit it in there, didn't they? But it, it was cool to see Margot Robbie in the original Jester costume, though. It, it was. It was. We sold a lot of that image on, on the shirts when I worked at the Hot Topic. Like, that was a, a thing at that time. And also, uh, read the the name of the writer of the book at the bottom corner here, Jimmy. I see a name that uh, we've mentioned a lot of these last couple of Paul Dini. Paul Dini, yes, yes. Masters of the Universe is Paul Dini. Yeah, I uh, actually had to kind of hunt this Harley Quinn issue down because I, I thought it might be in storage. I actually had it on one of my bookshelves. And I was looking through it today for Simon Wall, and Poison Ivy actually has, uh, takes, is actually in the book itself. Oh, really? Yeah, I think it. I don't think she has like a big part, but she does show up in it. So as you can see, even from the get go, they, when Harley Quinn came to the DC universe, they even insert Ivy there as well. But I thought before we start watching, uh, Harley and Ivy, I was w wanting to give you and Jimmy and the listeners a history of Poison Ivy and Harley's relationship in the comics. Awesome. I'm ready for this. All right. So. They first appear together in 1999's Batman Harley Quinn, which I just uh, we just were talking about, which is Harley's first appearance. In 2009, uh, an issue of Gotham City Sirens reveals that uh, that Poison Ivy is secretly in love with Harley. Um, that love was not returned at the time. I think Har Harley was still considered canonly like straight and very mm -hmm. much in love with the Joker at that time. I so see. I don't think they really did anything with it back then. It wasn't until 2015 where the two became romantic partners, but they were in a non-monogamous relationship. So they mm. had basically an open relationship. Um, 2016 was the first time you got an on-page kiss in an issue of uh, DC Bombshells, which back then you still didn't see a lot of same-sex kisses in like the big mainstream books. Right. Saw them in like, the Fringe books and the independent books all the time, but not in like your big like your Batman-related titles. So yeah. That was a big deal at the time. Um of course, and most recently in January 2022, there was a lot of controversy because the two were actually broken up in Harley Quinn issue 10. That was just a few that came out just a few months ago. Uh, Harley ended up calling it off so Ivy could go find herself because uh, Ivy had just returned from the dead a few months prior. Well, that'll do it. That'll make you question a lot of things, you know. A lot of people were, were mad about it, but um, I mean, it's comic books. They'll get back together. Mm -hmm. They always do. Um, but it really did enrage the fan base. Uh, one of, and a big reason that it enraged the fan base is just because of how positive a LGBTQ relationship that they have uh, in the comic books. Um, the relationship was very important because they never really had a coming out story. They just, you know, they just started dating. They didn't have yeah. to explain why they were dating. They didn't have mm -hmm. to explain that, oh, I've, I found this different side of myself. They just, mm -hmm. they were... They were they were shown as people. They weren't just shown as like a trope or just a plot device. They sure, were just shown as people, and that's why I think a lot of people have gravitated towards this relationship. Um, 
because not all queer relationships kind of get that luxury in comic books or television or any media, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at uh, look at Mike on Stranger Things. Like he had a kind of a whole ongoing arc in season four recently about that. He um, actually just came out and had to say it. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. I wonder if what they think about that because maybe they don't even maybe they don't even hundred percent know that. But he the actor just come out and just kind of said that. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. okay. Well. I guess that's what it's going to be. Well, I think the whole, the whole thing where he like sobs in the car next to him, which, uh, yeah. why, why does nobody notice that he's sobbing so hard? Well, he turned his head. <laughs> oh, yeah. That is, that's, that is a foolproof plan right there. Well, I think his, the brother, his mopey brother, I think, saw that something was going on there. But, I mean, Wolf Finhard is just doesn't, he's just kind of a character that doesn't know what's going on around him most of the time. So, yeah. I, I can see that from him. And, and another reason this uh, relationship of Harley and Ivy big in the comic books is... For the most part, they haven't been like hypersexualized or fetish fetishized. They're just another couple. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing I worry a little bit about season three of Harley Quinn with the trailer, is I feel like they kind of go a little bit overboard on that we're banging a lot thing, which I, yeah. it's funny, but at the same time, you don't want them to. I I don't know. I just feel like that kind of oversexualizes them a little bit there. I agree with that. Yeah. So, so Jimmy. Why don't we fire up the old... We're going to fire up the, his DVD player. Um, if you're watching it on HBO Max, it's episode 47. Would that you, would be a more ideal way of watching it, that's by what, the way. That's where you should do it. That's <laughs> where you should do it. Do you know what episode it is on the DVDs? No. It's on... I think it's on the second volume. Um, yeah, but so, so this is a later episode. We haven't done any yeah. episodes from 93 up until now, I believe. It's the last episode on, in volume, on volume two, I think. Yes. So we're going to set that up real quick. All right, we are pressing play right now. We'll kind of give you some visual cues. We're trying to press play right now. And playing, and we have the WB logo. And wait for it. There's the eyes. And here comes the classic uh, Batman, the animated series intro. By the way, this episode is Arlene Sorkin's favorite episode of the entire series. I saw that too. As, as it should be. Oh, yeah. I, think, I think this is my favorite Harley Quinn episode. Would this probably be Ham? Hamill's great in this too. I'm wondering what Hamill's favorite is, but this is really this is great. I am going to definitely bad talk some Joker later, but it has nothing to do with Hamill's performance. Is it the animation? Oh no, it's actually just more of his actions. Oh, his actions. Okay, okay. He just comes off as very, very evil on this. By the way, uh, before we get started uh, on the Harley Quinn show, uh, uh, Pamela Isley is voiced by Lake Bell. Do you know who she's dating now? Uh, no. She's dating Chris Rock. Really? Yeah. That's, that's very cool She's a Chris. beautiful, like, beautiful woman. Yeah. And we are going right now into the title card. Uh, wait for it. There's the Harley and Ivy title card. We'll talk about it more later. We'll talk about it later, I yeah. think it, I, it's very, very colorful. Very colorful. It, it says what we're in for. Yeah, directed by Boyd Kirkland. Who again. also says this is one of his favorites. I don't know if we mentioned that. Oh, no. Yeah. Is, doesn't the DVD have a uh, there is. commentary, correct? And it's basically just them saying, we love everything about what we did here, because they know it's a good-looking episode. Here comes, I love this opening uh, car chase. Why is there a red light at the bottom of the, uh, shouldn't that be a green light at the bottom of the stoplight there? Oh, I thought you were talking about the like, like the actual screen stuff. No. Oh, yeah, I, I guess it should have been. That's weird. You know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of the opening of, I don't know if it's an opening, but in the Suicide Squad film. Oh, yeah. The Harley, like Harley and Joker are also being yeah. chased. Of course, that ends with, 
an underwater uh, punch in the face as <laughs> Batman punches Harley, Harley Quinn in the face. It's, it's okay to punch women if it's yeah. in the water, I guess. There's an episode of this where he punches Harley, but he does it off screen. Do you not like the animation of Joker in this? No, I like all this in it. They do talk yep. in the commentary that later on there is kind of some weird Jokers. The Joker is off at times. Um, but He's not on model, they say, but I actually think he looks great think, through all I of this. Great. I think everyone is at peak design, including... And most, and certainly, most certainly, a Poison Ivy, who, oh, yeah. who looks Poison Ivy and Harley are immaculate, immaculate in this episode. They really, we'll talk about it when we get to it when she's on screen. But yes, yes. But yeah, this is very much like that chase um, in Suicide Squad. I don't remember the, the logistics of any of that. And what? here, we, what is this a reference? I don't, to the big gun. I don't. I don't from eighty nine. It, it might be. I don't know. There is a eighty nine reference in this the show, but that's more of has to do. With the car reveal, I believe. Yes. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. The the, uh, the windshield has just got broken, and if I'm not mistaken, it's fixed here there, in another pa- another panel. There's another bit of animation later where it's well, we'll point. There's that a lot out. of inconsistencies yeah. with the uh, art in this one, and he just threw out the bat harpoon there. This is a really really well animated sequence, in my opinion. He got. Catches the car there. Joker's just shouting at Harley, kind of showing the very abusive relationship between the two. It's always important to remind people there was a goofy face that she just pressed yeah. the button on in the Joker mobile. I guess that's what we're going to call this. And they kind of beat Batman here. They got rid of him and leave him hanging on a bridge. And he says, next time, clown. There's a thing later where like Harvey, Harley and uh, uh, Ivy just kind of like floor it and like back into the Batmobile. And yeah. this, I think that's really cool. And look. The hyenas. Is this the first this uh, pair is, appearance? I, Must be, I was right? going to ask you that. I, I think it is. Uh, definitely. Have, I, I forgot the hyenas were even in the cartoon. I know they show up a lot in the comics and uh, most recently in Birds of Prey, I believe. Yeah, there's one in Birds of Prey, one which she calls Bruce. In this, I, I don't know if they're called that yet. Eventually, they'll be called Bud and Lou from uh, uh uh, Abbott and Costello. Yeah. Uh, that is their their names. I don't know if they say that. Any. I don't know if they say their names or not. I know one. I know one's really silly. One of the guys is really silly. I know. La- there's that one episode later where she goes out shopping with him. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know if that's Harley Quinn Aid or what episode that is, but. Uh, this is around the time they start putting Harley Quinn in a lot of the episodes, if I remember yeah. correctly. And eventually they would put the the hyenas into. There would be action figures would come with the with them. They'd make maquettes and everything with. Uh, what the hyena is. It's just, it's great. You, uh, what was, was your second appearance almost got him? Uh, I was getting confused. I remember that those ones are out of order or whatever. Those, yeah. That order issues with those. I mean, it would feel like it, yeah. Yeah, I think I think it is. I'm not entirely sure. Harley just got kicked out by the Joker and his goons. And she's going to be on her own for the episode. I always like this kind of thing when Harley goes on her own, which is kind of like the Birds of Prey is kind of like that. I mean, she's doing her own thing. I I love it because, I mean, you don't need Batman to monopolize every single episode. Mm. You don't have a lot of Batman in this one. He's Mm. he's in the smidge of the first act, and then he's in most of the third. But I like that Harley kind of gets the spotlight. And, of course, Poison Ivy comes in, too. And we always retain, I mean, that Harley character is very different nowadays, which it should be, but we always go yeah. back to the Harley always goes back to yeah. the Joker in these. Yeah. yeah. Uh, things will change, and they, they should, you know, the, the character has to change. Yeah. It can't just be the same thing, but it, that's what the character is in these shows, which I appreciate. I like the animation on this 
uh, part. Right now, she is in a museum, pulling off a heist, doing a bunch of flips. She's doing the Catherine Zeta-Jones. Yeah. Uh, and the Harlequin Diamond, which I believe is spelled wrong. Doesn't have a Q. That's an O there. It says Harlequin. Oh, Harlequin. look at that. Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of continuity issues and like goofs in this one. Because there's really not really any negative, not many negative things you can say about this episode except for those like continuity goofs. Doing kind of the Catwoman thing right now, and there's Poison Ivy running around. Love that animation of her I, just running there. I love I love how they meet. I, th I think this this whole scene is just a lot of fun. I think every scene in this is pretty well done. Would this be their meet cute? Is this their meet cute? <laughs> yes. Although you don't say meet meet around Poison Ivy. Oh no. Never say that. The poison ivy. Oh, there they go. And immediately, Harley's just like, come this way, come this way. So I thought that was pretty cool of her. There's something very striking about the two of them together. I think that's why it. The green and the red. Yeah, this on the, just from the get go. It just works well, but also we've talked about it before just the difference of the characters, the the kind of loopy clown girl and this kind of cold, um, you know, heartless kind of vamp that yeah. poison ivy they just it works it's a good duo and what's interesting watching this episode for me anyway you can tell that there's actually like chemistry with him too as yeah. well because there's quite a few times where i'm just like oh i can see where they came up with the idea to put them in a romantic relationship well later when they're wearing man's yeah. shirts and yeah. just yeah so that uh, bruce tim did say that this is one of the episodes where they always want to get a, a get across the point that um, Poison Ivy is very diminutive. Like she's like a smaller, like a like a like a wood nymph or something. Okay. Um, and this, she does have like a much smaller stature um, than anyone else. It, oh, it's just, they it, have all your women on here. Yes, right? isn't you know, it? That, Renee Montoya uh, has a, a couple of bit parts in this episode. Stroke of genius to involve her with the ending. We'll get to, but uh, I really love yeah, that they throw her in Spanish at one point. Where yeah. Like, oh, oh, we my, lost lost the mic. Sorry, my mic <laughs> fell in my lap. <laughs> on me. And. There's our Batman 80 down moment with the reveal of Poison Ivy's car. And what's that? Ro what's that from? That's <laughs> Rosebud. I think that's a spoiler of a of a movie called Citizen Kane. Oh, this movie, this, this show from the 90s is spoiling a movie from the 30s. Oh, man. But I, I, what do you think of the way that she hit her car there? Oh, I like I like I that there's it. some wanton so just yeah, just hitting cars and whatnot. Condemned by Gotham Health and Safety. Now the reason that she that Harley Quinn hates shots is because Paul Denny hates uh, needles and oh, shots. is that where that comes? He from? He has a big fear of them, actually. See, yeah, look, I love the look of Ivy there with her hair is wonderfully bright orange and the lips are bright orange and it just it looks great. And what's what's the name of the actress? Diane Kershing. Uh, Diane per is it Pershing? Pershing. 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 She does it amazing in this episode mm. too. Harley's gonna get a lot of credit in this, but Poison Ivy's on point as well. Man, that's a... There you go, yeah. That is a they attractive bring, cartoon. They bring that up in the commentary, a little sachet there. Remember, on her first appearance, they had to ch change some of the art because her butt was too big during one of the walks. When, like, well, whoever was had Harley a problem... And Harvey and Bruce were I remember around. that, but whoever had a problem with that obviously wasn't watching this episode because there's a lot of that stuff there. I'm guessing by this point, they're just like, hey, this show's working. Go <laughs> just do what you want. I mean, there was a boob line there a minute ago that you don't normally see. This is a see. very adult episode, I think. 
But it, it works. It works. I, I remember liking it as a kid, though, too. This is a bunch of male... There's so much stuff going on. This is a bunch it. of male animators just having a blast, you know, with these Varga designs of these females. And what's funny, though, is it's kind of a very feminist t- type of episode. It's yeah. very... Like, Poison Ivy's very anti-male. Mm-hmm. No, no the, man will... Yeah. Do, you know, that, that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's great. But so what is she doing here? I don't remember... The context is... Uh, well, these guys don't allow women in their little club. Oh, that ain't good. Yeah. It's like the club, it's like the Grand Poobahs that uh, Fred and Barney were a member of. And yeah. like, there's that episode where, where Wilma and Betty sneak in. <laughs> but they're just like, we ain't sneaking in. We're just going to walk in and put and throw these man, these weird plants at you. Vine traps yeah. there. Very, very, very scary there. These men. And I believe they're about to go on a series of heists and like crimes. And this sort of sets up the dichotomy between the two characters of you don't need you don't need the Joker, you don't need a man, and we, a, we have to we have to get that through to Harley, which of course doesn't, doesn't work. Quite, like, yeah, like the lights are on, but no one's home. I love the. I love the newspaper stuff here. Oh, of course. There's spinning newspapers. Whenever there's a spinning newspaper, I'm a happy guy. Reminds me of Dick Tracy. Mm -hmm. Back in business. Is that the the scene where Dick Tracy punches the whole crowd? Yes, five guys go flying. That makes no sense at all. It's just great. They had a great time doing it. And now we're in each other's shirts. This is where they feel very much like a couple. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's actually very adorable. Um... I remember this 1993. It was very ahead of its time. Do you know if that's kind of what they were wanting to do back then, or imply basically? I don't. I don't think so. They never said anything in the commentary as far as 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 that was concerned. And that's the first time you see Harley Quinn without her outfit on and makeup. In the, I think we there was an episode earlier we saw where she dresses as a, as a cop. We've never seen her like, like this. this. Yeah, without with her makeup, hair up like, like this. That, that, that part's a little silly. Yeah, it's a little she, silly. It's a little silly. What is she eating? It's just like a little lettuce and a tomato. Yeah, just little I get that we don't want to eat meat. But then I never understood why Poison Ivy didn't eat meat because you'd think she wouldn't want to eat plants. Yeah, they may not have thought that through completely. I don't know. That's just me. But apparently they're drinking uh, beet juice there that's in, in that big De- like, Delicious glass. beet juice. Well, that doesn't sound good at all. When I, I, Dwight Schrute. When I've put things together and I'm, I'm just like, uh, the Harley and Ivy wearing big man shirts is something I've referenced a lot in things. It's like, what am I going to be wearing? Just wear like a big man shirt. <laughs> what? You know, like that episode of Batman the Animated Series from 30 years <laughs> and ago? And they're like, no, we don't know that. Yeah. Well, that's, you know, it's just, you know, you're just hanging around the house in big man shirts. But what about this? Joker Look at this. Joker in his boxers. I've been dying to see that. Oh, it's so great. It's kind of restrained, though. You'd think he'd, he'd have, like, hearts. Yeah. Yeah. It's very okay, uh, and he's got an undershirt on there. Though. He looks good. Yeah, he's been working out a little bit. I like his henchmen. I think they're. I think they're. One fine. named Rocco. His Rocco. Of ours. We need to have a Rocco on our show sometime. That's right. The new queen to crime. And Joker's upset because no one, there's no one to feed the hyenas, and he's missing his socks because uh, he doesn't have Harley to do that for him. Here comes R- Renee Montoya's a- after the Gotham City sirens there, and. We got Poison Ivy and her wrist gauntlets. I'm such so a cool. fan of what he uses in her wrist gauntlets. 
I think is that where she spoke in Spanish? Yes, yes. It didn't show up on the uh, subtitles it did not. there. It well, I have funny. a very old Blu-ray player who doesn't understand some things that it should. It needs. Oh, it needs that's to not English. We can't play it. Yes, we need to move it into this uh, into this uh, decade. Well, this decade probably doesn't have Blu-ray players. That's true. It's just like you old fogey. Oh, why don't you get the look? Who's at the light there? Now, who are who are these it's, designs? It's Bruce Tim, Eric Radumski, and background supervisor Ted Blackman. They're playing, I guess, frat boys. It's great. I think these designs come up a lot throughout the episodes where they throw themselves into into shows. Yeah, but these are definitely. You look at this and go, "These are somebody." He's slapping his butt there. I wonder which one that was. I know. I know. Because Bruce Tim's the one far away, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, they just blew up his car. Man. A lot of great explosions in this episode. Man. Especially towards the end. The ending is just one giant explosion. Show that they don't want no scrubs right there because that yeah. guy was hanging out the side of his passenger side of his best friend's ride trying to holler at them. They were trying to holler, but Batman is There's on the Batman. case. There's Batman. We haven't seen Batman forever. Oh, that's right. Oh, God, we were Batman's watching a Batman in cartoon. the episode. Oh, and here comes Alfred, which, by the way, Alfred has a golden line right here. That we might hear a little bit later. Alfred's my guy. By the way, Batman is not typing on a keyboard there. I feel like he's... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that is true. There is no keyboard. That's the other animation thing that I've found there, of him not typing on anything. Maybe he has some weird bat technology where he doesn't need one. Well, I mean, he lives in a city that is very reliant on, like, 1920s, like, aesthetics and looks, so... This is he's ahead a, of its time. He's a way. fan of the of the bat mask there too. No, yeah, that's true. That's true. I like that Ivy has an all green house. Yeah, not a greenhouse, but you know, painted green. It does feel very domestic. Very like very domestic. Uh, when you think I about. There'd be a lot more plants. When you think about Harvey's uh, or Harley's, I keep saying Harvey. Harley's previous like it's not a greenhouse or anything. It's just like she lives in a house by a toxic waste dump. Yeah. And Look at the animation on Harley there. It's just she just looks great. And she's it's like a Riverdale character. And, <laughs> and Joker. Is Look at him. There. Yeah, it's great. And he's hooking her back in, unfortunately. Yeah. And he, you know, for somebody that usually hates him, hates Harley, you'd think he wouldn't have a picture of Harley at his desk. That's kind of nice. Yeah, that is I a weird that little touch. Now. Oh, a gentleman caller. Oh, <laughs> here comes Batman. Yeah, but I know Batman's Batman, but you know he he's he's a man too. So the minute he you, he must have been like, oh my god, what's going on here? That's why Look he's at caught this. off guard right here. I know he, you'd have to be. This is some great dialogue through here. The lands of whatever she says, uh, whatever Poison Ivy says there. There's some great like old lines that are just great. Yeah, those. Everything about this episode is done really There's the really Hoser well. 3000. Hoser 3000. So what are they? Is that a table? Yeah, that's a table they have them chained to. So they stopped to put their costumes on in order to do this because they were just wearing big man shirts. Yeah, they weren't didn't have pants on. And Harley pants. was like, wait, let, let, wait, uh, Red, let me go put on my makeup and stuff. And then they came out and did, th look at this move. Oh, man. Yeah, look at a, that move, yeah. Speaking of Baywatch Nights. That is a move. <laughs> And what? So oh, that's the toxic waste that they're throwing them in there. This uh -oh. is an interesting move to just like we're gonna tie chain Batman to a table and push him down it. <laughs> it's like something I would do when I was ten. Like, yeah. 
So shouldn't Batman be dead if he's in that toxic waste right now? You would, yeah, he, he doesn't really. He doesn't come out with a tail or anything. Look, Joker and, has a hat on for some reason. Joker has found Har- uh, I almost said Harvey now. Uh, Ivy's house. Well, Ivy used to de- date a Harvey. Yeah. Look at the look at this animation. Of her kicking the cha- chair and spinning around like she's AC Slater. Isn't that great? <laughs> I was I was gonna say uh, Riker from uh, Star Trek Next Generation. Yep. There's that. Here's where it's like on the DVD they point out that Joker has like a huge like he kind of has like a Jay Leno chin. Oh, Joker looks weird here. He's a little yeah. out of uh, and the top of his face looks like it's shrunk too. Yeah, yeah. I do like the hat. I always like the hat that that hat was uh, popularized in the Killing Joke back in the eighties. And oh, Batman just opened his mouth in the toxic waste. That's probably a bad idea. I would think. How is he not dying? There we go. He was given that mask, but he didn't make much work out of that mask that also, Alfred gave him. Why did Ivy want to live next to that? I, feel like I don't know. I just ha- I do have some questions about that. I feel like it'd be bad for her plants. Like, they could somehow get to her plants. I almost feel like it should be one or the other. It's either she lives in a dump or she lives in like a nice little house in like a suburban neighborhood. Yeah. Because they needed that Ooh. toxic... Look at this. Yeah. Look yeah, at that move. He just uh, pulled Poison Ivy into his flower but you realize oh she's immune to all toxins yeah. because she's poison ivy which i thought was a great great uh point there so there's a line there where he says oh aren't you two some busy bees it was supposed to be busy, busy beavers, beavers originally yes. yeah i i knew that for years i don't know why i, I knew that little fact I didn't, but I, it was, I was wondering if they put beavers or bees in a dvd i didn't know if they changed that many years later or yeah it, it, I, I don't think it was ever it never made it but yeah i had heard about that as well I actually forgot to put that in my notes. And Batman's already on the roof of the of the house by the time they come out. Sorry, Rocco. What? What? Look, they just they, oh, they just man. right into the car. It's great. And we're off for another car chase. Wait, this is kind of like Thelma Louise. Isn't it kind of like oh, Thelma yeah, Louise? It could be. Yeah, it's yeah, a little bit yeah. like that, isn't it? Yeah. Joker shooting a gun in a uh, children's cartoon is always fun. Of course, he's missing. But yeah, of course. But still, very, very violent for a kid's show. Here, everything is just, the world's about to blow up, and it just it looks great. Well, there's so much chaos. That's why I think I liked this one a lot as a kid, because it was just, there's so much action, but there's also, like, good there's story to it as well. It's like Batman gets involved with a domestic dispute. Yeah. And, like, yeah. it turns into, like, this giant explosion. It's great. There's explosions everywhere, and it's a very well-animated explosion. Yeah, like, That's... all this stuff. Like, Joker looks amazing there. It's one thing we were talking about in the earlier episode. Earlier episodes, there was a bunch of explosions, and, like, Bruce Timm hated how they would look mm-hmm. for so much time. But it's on point in this, by 1993 here. Batman ends up saving Joker, which yeah, is always... Nice. He does that in the comics a lot, mm-hmm. which is always, you're like, is he making the right choice? Because Joker keeps coming back and keeps, you know, doing horrible, horrible things. Now he wants him to be in jail forever. And there, uh, one of the places just collapsed right there. There's a Joker's nice little... in the feet of position in the yeah. Batmobile. There's a nice little mist over some of this that seems very real. No man can take us prisoner, which that line's going to come back to haunt them in a second. Because... It's a little on the nose, but I just love, I love this well, ending. Montoya needed 
Yeah. Of yeah. Payback. No, it's perfect. Yeah. It's perfect. It's just watching it again. I'm like, nah, I can see it coming. But I, that's because I've seen it a million it, times. But yeah, they could have. They they should have got away there, in my opinion. Next time I start a gang, no women. Oh, that's that's no. sexist. And Joker's gonna be can't. This is good luck there. <laughs> Look, they have. Yeah. And of course that. But. So that is Harley and Ivy, right there. Great, great episode. We have come to the end of ba- of this episode. But tell me, Jimmy, how Batman begins. Jimmy. How Batman Begins, every episode of Batman the Animated Series, at least for a while, had a uh, title card to, attached to every episode, showing, kind of giving you a hint of what the episode was going to be about. What did you think of the title card to Harley and Ivy? Well, it's an ac- abstract bunch of stuff that kind of signifies the colors of Harley and Ivy. Yeah, I think there's like uh, some a card drawn in there, yeah. too. You have uh, Ivy's hair, you have greens and reds and blacks. It don't stick out to me. I liked it. I actually really, really liked it. It just felt very, like, surrealist approach. It's very different. Um, and it had, like, features of both characters. So you kind of know that yeah. we're going to kind of have a combination of the two gals in this one. Oh, there's uh, Poison Ivy on the special features uh, <laughs> of the DVD. Remember right that? Now. Remember special features? I miss those actually I know. a lot. I miss a nice commentary. You, you were talking about watching the commentary on the DVDs, and I got thinking of like, why doesn't HBO Max have the commentaries? Yeah, they could just port them over. That's know. one thing I really like about Disney Plus. Disney, Disney Plus includes commentaries and still, you know, missing scenes and like stuff like that. They have Star Wars commentaries and Wait, stuff that were on the DVDs, and yeah. But I can't cool. think of do. You, can you get that on any of the other streamers? I don't think I know. You I can, don't think so. I don't think you can on Netflix. No, I, I don't think of anything like that yeah. on any of those other platforms but holy speech bubble batman jimmy what was your favorite quote from harley and ivy well i got a couple go go for them uh and the first one is a back and forth uh harley's i'm not a doormat am i ivy if you had a middle name it would be welcome Ooh. <laughs> sick burn ivy sick, sick burn sick burn and very true as far as for for, for Harley. Uh, this one, I just love the Joker's delivery of the honey, baby, pumpkin pie. You know I can't hold a grudge. Where are you? The, the change of... <laughs> the from, delivery on that. Where are you? Phenomenal. Is, yeah. is great. Also, and I mentioned it there later, once Batman shows up, Poison Ivy has that Atlantic Ocean, Harleen. This gentleman's come a-calling. I just, I love that kind of dialogue. The, um there's a lot of great delivery and just... Yeah, yeah. A lot of kind of 40s deliveries, yeah, which I, yeah. I'm always a fan of. Yeah, I chose Alfred again. <laughs> I again? Alfred. I was going to make a joke earlier when the Alfred scene came on. Like, well, here comes Brandon's favorite yep, line coming yep. up. <laughs> I didn't realize it would come up, become true. I I absolutely love when he walks into the room and and Bruce Dang. is just randomly looking mm-hmm. at pictures of Poison Ivy and Harley Quinn because mm-hmm. I guess he forgot what they looked like. Mm-hmm. And uh, he uh, he asked the question. Choosing a weekend date, sir, <laughs> which also made me believe of like, okay, Bruce Wayne is supposed to be a playboy, yeah, and it kind of, it, I don't know, I just thought it was very, very clever, um, and it's the one line where I, I just like laughed out loud. So it's I had to very it droll. Yes, yeah, not a lot of Alfred in this episode, but yeah, he still he scores whatever my he favorite gets quote chance. this week, this time around. But Jimmy, we got a load of Alfred. Wait till they get a load of. <laughs> 
<laughs> Wait till they get a load of me. Winged freak terrorizes. Wait till they get a load of me. <laughs> Jimmy, wait till they get a load of me. What were your favorite... Uh, who is your We're favorite? just gonna roll right over the load of Alfred, character? Huh? <laughs> who is your favorite character in Harley or is it Harley and Ivy? Is that what this one's called? This is called Harley and Harley Ivy. And not Ivy. not yeah. the. I keep going back and forth. Was it Ivy and Harley or Harley and Ivy? So this is a difficult one for me. Um, I mean, there's two two obvious ones. There's two obvious, and it's one of the. But this is almost. And there was one episode that I did give a ensemble. Um, I'm not going to give that to this one, but oh, I, I do think I that, you might actually do that. No, I do think that this one could deserve it. I think everyone is uh, on point. Everyone, there's not. It, it was honestly extremely bad, hard for me to pick Condiment King, but I, even I did pick the one. two bits from Montoya are are, are oh, great. So it's difficult and it's hard. I, I thought it was would be clever, and I was going to say, well, my favorite character is um, Paul Dini. Uh, is is <laughs> is Harley, Harley Ivy, or is, you know, sometimes they like to put those names together yeah, yeah, and they yeah. give them a name, and I was going to pick one of those. Yeah, but like, I, like Benefer. Yeah, I was going to do a Benefer. Oh, we brought it back to the news. Yeah, we bring it back. Uh, from the news desk of Summer Gleason. Um, but I have to give it to Harley. I give it to Harley, too. Because I just, she has the arc. Well, really, she has. She doesn't have an arc. She doesn't learn anything. You know, I, I just, I love, I love Harley. She's like a little sister I never had, so. Yeah, I absolutely love Harley in this one. This was the episode that made me a Harley Quinn fan as a kid. Mm -hmm. So I said when she first appeared, I... I was not a fan just because I was like, oh, she's not in the comic book. She's not in the comic book. I don't know who yeah. she is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this one, you you really get to know the character. You get to kind of see her, her motivations, no matter, you know, how skewed they are. Mm -hmm. We kind of get to know her. Um, she's super likable, and um, she still has a show for me. Like, Ivy is a very close second, because she's mm -hmm. great in it, too. But in my opinion, this is more more of a Harley episode than a Poison Ivy episode. So I, I, don't, I don't think animation depicted human beings as flawed they as Harley really, is yeah. at the time. And like you, even as a kid, you, you knew that. You're like, Joker's a bad guy. Why does she, like you knew that. But that, there's something about it that you just, you didn't see a whole lot. And I just, I appreciated that they had a character like that who you kind of felt for. But she always goes back because yeah. it's yeah, what she, she does. She doesn't learn. And it, it uh, Which it, it's is real. very human thing um true we it, all know people that are in relationships that yes we do should not yes, we do. be going on mm. but they keep like someone cheats all the time mm. or someone's just bad to the other all mm. the time but if they still stay together that's uh that's harley and joker i mean that's it's a grim reality but it is reality so that's that's why i think i think it's forgivable to watch something like that because it's the human condition and Joker, of course, gets his just desserts. It, so. And I think he's great in this episode, too, in the boxers and all that stuff, I think, is is great. Now, we we know a lot of people are great in this episode, but who got your Condiment King Award? Every episode we do, a, we give a Condiment King Award to our least favorite character. Who is your least favorite character from Harley and Ivy? Uh, well, this at first I thought this would be hard, but I realized it's not because I just gave... It, a group award to the members of the men's only uh, Peregrinators oh, I Club. I should have picked them. I didn't even think of them. <laughs> yes, they're all terrible. They, they they're are, terrible. They, they, that's a good. That's a. How good dare answer. they not allow women in in their club? So yeah, I went I, with them. Yeah. I totally forgot about them. So I was going over, you know, the main characters, and mm -hmm. I had to give it to one of my favorite characters of all time. I had to give it to Joker just because of how 
horrible he is to He's a Harley bad guy. Lewis. Like very, mm-hmm. very horrible mm-hmm. to her. And that's when he's like pushing her, pushing her away with her head. He kicks her out, and then he like expects her to come mm-hmm. back. He's just he. I think this might be the most abusive episode that Joker is towards Harley. I, yeah, I think it's, so. Yeah, unless I'm not remembering a certain episode. Well, you have to start at a bad place and then kick her out, and then you get have, her you know. where she's going with. Yeah, her, especially with yeah. with Ivy there. Mm. Now, Jimmy, let's get nuts. Now you want to get nuts? Come on, let's get nuts. Jimmy, let's get nuts. Tell me some some of the many favorite parts of this episode. For you. Well, a lot of them I said through when we watched it. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, the general, just the animation, the way the characters look. Everyone is at the height of the the model work. They just look exactly how yeah. I want them to look. The explosions at the end, everything looked great. I love Joker in his underwear. That's fantastic. Uh, yeah. I always love when Ivy uses her wrist crossbows. Yeah, make sure yeah. I say that right. Very cool. Very cool. And I love that Harvey Harley. I did it again. I <laughs> love that Harley calls Ivy red. I like that. I Ivy went from. Harvey to Harley. See what I did there? Because she was going to get married to Harvey. I was trying to... Oh, that's right. (laughs) I was trying to... I don't know what I was trying to do there with the reference, but I didn't quite get there. But I I understand where you're going, yes. I just love that she calls her red. I think it's great. Yeah. Yeah, my my favorite moments... uh, I love the opening car chase a lot. Uh, I like that Batman lost in the beginning. Yes. I always like when he loses for some reason. I love that we got to see the the debut of the hyenas... Uh, the character work in this is just, I think, some of the best character work in the history of this show. Mm-hmm. And also in the history of both Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy. Um, I love the way that Harley and Ivy meet at, during a uh, separate heist at a museum. I love the ridiculous hidden car uh, thing when Ivy pulls you know, the shrubbery off the car to reveal mm-hmm. that she had a getaway plan the entire time yes. mm-hmm. harley and ivy's chemistry was amazing the lack of batman that kind of changed the episode up and made it stick out from the others i, I love that i like love the newspaper uh cycle showing harley and ivy's adventures uh the blowing up of the frat boy's car was a lot of fun um i love that they showed an abusive relationship in a kid's show mm-hmm. once again we it's grim about, yep. reality mm-hmm. um and i like that they kind of went with uh, the continuity that, that Ivy is pretty much immune to any toxin there is. So mm-hmm. it's just they they kept they kept shooting and scoring in the episode, in my opinion. Just everything seemed to work, and that's why I absolutely love this episode. And it's still very simple. Yeah, very very, very, very simple. simple, very tightly put together, and it just moves. And um, I just love it. But Jimmy. Are there things that you didn't quite love? Because we need to talk about the Martha moments. Martha, why did you say that name? Stop! Please, stop! Why did you say that name? It's his mother's name. Jimmy, what were your Martha moments of Harley and Ivy? Your least favorite moments of this particular episode? Uh, well, the Joker never found his socks. That is true. And also, the hyenas have still not been fed. Really, Brandon, I really breaked over this episode <sighs> to find something was, I didn't like, and that's all I could come up with. It's I, just, it's, I, it's simple, so there's not a whole lot to really like, to dislike. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah, the I literally the only thing I could come up with. Usually, I have a bunch of stuff written. I've only got not even a full line written, mm. and that's just you know Harley going back to Joker. Yeah. I know. I mean, I get like I said, 
it it makes sense for what's going on but because we love our girl yeah, yeah we love our girl and wanted to do better hashtag do better harleen but but she doesn't quite get there so. she's not there it's like the perfect episode for her to get there too yeah unfortunately um she eventually did she eventually did she got there and i i almost, years later i almost put her and ivy getting stopped but i but the, the fact that you know it's montoya that got them that was a good you know mm. follow-up to what happened earlier because i feel like they could have just gotten away and run into the sunset right or off a cliff like thelma mm. and louise there you go um but yeah it's just a freaking stellar episode uh episode that i think we might give the same grade to but we're gonna find out jimmy every episode of almost got him we give the episode of the week a uh Somewhere between a one and five on a scale, where with one being that we don't like the episode at all, five being we absolutely loved it. Uh, you do a different criteria each time. What will we be grading this episode based on? Uh, this episode, we are going with spinning newspapers featuring queens of crime headlines, most of which were probably reported by Summer Gleason. <laughs> what was it again? Bring, bringing it back. What was it again? Spinning newspapers featuring queens of crime headlines. Jimmy, how many out of five spinning newspapers featuring queens of crime headlines did you give this episode, Harley and Ivy? As I said, I, I've said before, I don't know what I'm going to do when I come into this. I don't know how many I'm going to give. Um, I'm, I'm trying to talk myself out of just giving it a five. Um have I have we given fives to anything else? Was we've it was it? We've given a five, I believe, twice. Heart of I ice. No, we did a heart of ice. Was okay. A five. Heart of glass. We gave five. Okay. Was <laughs> um, there another one we did? Maybe two. Maybe two face. Did we give two face five? I don't know. My, my I don't remember made... giving any fives other than I probably gave one to uh, the Mister Freeze episode. Let's say Mister Freeze. We definitely gave a five to. Yeah. I... I, I do not know right off the top of my head. I believe we've only given one. So, what are you going to give this particular episode? Um, these are two really great episodes back to back. Watching the Hatter and then watching this one. Um, and I only downgraded the Hatter just because I find his uh, his character to be problematic in every single way. I just can't find anything. I'm giving it a five. This is a five, I guess. And I did just look. We did give uh, Two Face five out of five. Two Face well, got a five so. too. Both yeah. parts or just one? The, did we just grade that in we one grade part? It as a whole. As a whole, okay, okay. So I also gave it a five out of five. Spinning newspapers featuring queens of crime headlines. It's it's, it's just deserving of it. It's just it just amazing. looks great. It looks great. The the dialogue is fantastic. The art, even though, like mm-hmm. I said, yeah, there's some hiccups with Joker of the hat, but. He has the hat on, so I, I will be. Uh, we'll give it, give it a pass. Give yeah, the Jay Little yeah. face a, fa- a pass. Yeah. Every it was hard picking a Condiment King award. It was hard picking mm-hmm. a Martha moment. Mm-hmm. I feel like I mean that alone that that should give it a five. Yeah, absolutely loved Harley and Ivy myself. I think considering also what this episode begat, um, and where we went uh, as far as where we've gone as far as representation yes. for these characters in general, you have to give this a five. Just. It deserves it, but also where this simple episode that wasn't meant to go anywhere, just like, hey, let's get these two chicks together and have them do a Thelma and Louise thing, where it went just and now, wonderful. And now on July 28th, we get Harley Quinn Season 3 on HBO Max, which 
I mean, like I said earlier, this, that would not have happened if this episode didn't happen. Because that's what created the whole Harley Quinn-Ivy uh, partnership. But also, it, I really feel like it was the first episode to really focus in on Harley and make her a fan favorite, in my opinion. Even though she, I, she had shown up a few times before that. Totally. So, Jimmy, where did you get all these wonderful toys? Where did you get those wonderful toys? Show me what t kind of toys you're wanting to share today. Uh, so in general, uh, over the years, I have tried to stay away from buying Harley things because I can't go down that lane. I love Harley to death, and I can't have everything that's Harley, uh, or I would. Um, so I actually don't have a whole lot of Harley things because Harley is in my heart uh, and not so much on my shelf. But... I do have a couple Harley things. I have the uh, McFarlane figure that came out a couple years ago. Oh, that looks good. Um, I've always, I, legs are a little weird at that time. It has sort of like a satyr way about her legs. Uh, but I love the face sculpt. It's the it's the Bruce Tim gesture look. Y yes, it kind of, these kind of are going for the Batman the Animated Series uh, kind of look. look. Uh, as it comes with uh, with the mallet. Oh, mallet. Uh, and the, and the, uh, the, the gun, the, the gun that she handed to Joker earlier. Yes, with the bang. Yeah. Um, so I do have that. I don't have the DC Direct figure because um, uh, some of those figures, like especially the Harley, they're very, very little statuesque little figures. Um, I have the Catwoman, but I don't have the Harley, and I, I don't have uh, Poison. I just, I just realized as we do this comment, uh, do this podcast all the time, we do have a Poison Ivy here who just kind of watches over oh, us. Oh, I never noticed that. Uh, I bought a, a girl shirt many years ago with uh, Poison Ivy on it, and I cut that off, and it just kind of sits right behind us. Did you buy a girl's jacket recently? I did. I'm, I'll show that to you uh, once we're done. I'm going to put on my, my Aeropostale <laughs> jacket, and I'm going to show it off. Also, while we do this commentary, uh, uh, this podcast, keep on commentary, on this side we have uh, Harley with the Birds of Prey poster, which is right here. Oh, yes. Yeah, uh, which sort of watches over us, so that's uh, that's there. Um Man, they need to do something with Harley and Ivy in, on the big screen, don't they? No, I do have some Funko Pops. Um, I do have the Poison Ivy Funko Pop. That from, was a classic one. Uh, from the animated series. Yes. Um, I think this might be the only pop I have from the animated series. Uh, I do have Harley from the first Suicide Squad movie. Oh, okay. At first I balked at this design, but after all... It's Margot Robbie, okay? I love that, Margot Robbie. That movie's trash, but she does a great performance in it. She sh she really... Harley shouldn't be wearing this costume, um, but uh, Margot Robbie should. So it doesn't really fit the character that I see as far as Harley Quinn, but it's it, she's pulling this look off, so that's fine. So anyway, that's the toys I have to talk about today. Next time, or maybe the time after that, we'll talk about some more toys. And I'll tell you where I got them, because that's the name of, this, of the bit. That's right. Well, Jimmy, it's been a great recording. We actually just recorded two episodes here today. Back to back. Back to back. And we'll be back next time for some more Almost Got Em, a podcast about Batman, the animated series. Until then, make sure to go to Facebook and like our Facebook page. It's called Almost Got Em, a podcast about Batman, the animated series, where we, uh, we like to post pictures of stuff to go with the episodes as a companion piece and we also like to post any like batman related news bulletins um also if you haven't yet go ahead and subscribe to our podcast on your pod catcher of choice be it apple podcasts uh what's it called uh, spotify or even check us out on youtube it's uh iep film p films is the uh author of that particular of those uh, episodes yes that's where to find it 
Well, Jimmy, do you have any f parting thoughts before we head out here today on Harley and Ivy? Uh, no parting thoughts, but Brandon, where are my socks? Get, get to looking. Okay, Mr. J. Thank you all for listening. We'll see you next time. See you then. Thank you for listening to Almost Got Him, a Batman the Animated Series podcast.